Well, good day, good morning, good evening. You are here. This is Jill's Journals Out Loud, and it is officially, I believe, a Tuesday, August 9th, and for me, recording a bit late, about 10 o'clock in the morning. So who knows what kinds of sounds will be in the background. I already had the microphone crash and burn, so this is take two. But I wanted to check in, I wanted to do an update, and I wanted to talk about uh, an experience I just had that I think is sort of the essence of why I want to focus on things like the nervous system as opposed to more practical survival uh, tools and skills in the world today because, you know, the nervous system really is the essence of survival. And uh, I was thinking about how I would describe it today and it's either, you know, your the highway, your electrical highway in your body of information and, and response is basically what your nervous system is, right? It goes all over and it, it really, if you don't know what's happening, then essence, in essence, you are a passenger on the highway of your nervous system doing whatever it wants. My goal is for us to move towards being the driver of our nervous system on the highway of our physiology, our body, our mind, our heart, and our spirit. And you do not wake up in the morning and do that. You are not born with that skill. It is a highly advanced training skill that probably nobody ever talks about, but it also, I think, is the problem so many of us have who have a tightly wound nervous system or are, as I like to say, wired for danger. And that what that really means is your instinct is to move towards the danger as opposed to flight, which means run away, or freeze, which means to freeze, right? To, to just, you know, be unable to act. And, you know, my qualifier is that we all have three. I do believe that we have a primary uh, nervous system response in the face of danger, and that's perceived threat, not necessarily a real threat. Uh, and I speak mostly to those of us who are like me, who are wired for danger, but everybody will take benefit. And today, I really wanna cover the freeze and the flight response in the face of fear. So before we go into this super exciting, I'm so glad you're here topic, right? We're going to take a deep breath. Uh, you're going to have to decide if you want to stop here and maybe take a few notes. Uh, remember the shifting focus for those of us who have been on this journey, especially through July, is we're really looking at consolidating our information. It's not about more about what we already know, but organizing and consolidating our information so that we can move into more of an action capacity as opposed to observation because you know the big views the big bucks and the big focus is on what's the problem and what is everybody else going to do about it and the tiny views and the tiny focus are people like us who are asking hopefully the question okay but what can I do about it and that means what can I do as opposed to what can everybody else do? So we're not concerned with waking everybody up to a truth that we believe is real or not real. We're not concerned about what's going on out in the world as the cause of all of our problems. We are focused on the internal process, the 
journey within as a way to navigate all these fabulous survival skills and stuff that most of us have already accumulated and we really need to get into gear on the next level with the next skill set which is really the mental and emotional and understanding it from a spiritual perspective and the thing that ties all that up together is two things it's our nervous system and it's our endocrine system and I'm not going to talk a lot about hormones and neurotransmitters because one there's lots and lots of information out there and two pretty much we're really screwed up because we've got so much dumped into our body that we can't control or we can't get out or you know we're at a point in time in our aging process where this is just the way it is but I believe in the power for us to really manage our nervous system you know for healing for strength and for an increased capacity to cope with what's happening and what will be happening I think the strength of your nervous system is going to be what determines how you really do survive and thrive and move into what is next uh, and just some people will get lucky by default but most people will get shattered and that's a lot of what trauma does to us it shatters our nervous system so with that uh, you know I've spent quite a bit of time talking about these things already but I had an experience you know I've had two recently one I shared with you regarding uh, the adrenaline flood that I had when I felt like I was being invaded and attacked uh, by you know the act of taking some of my vegetables now uh, a recap if you did not listen to that one was I was sitting in my trailer on the platform looking out the window and I thought I'm like there's somebody in the greenhouse which is where my zucchini plants are and I was in full mode of making the July grid down event video so I was still in that place I had I was purposely pretending within my own psyche that it was the end of the world and I was you know in a grid down situation and you know have like two and a half zucchini and so I that were ready to be picked but I wasn't ready to eat them so I wanted to keep the nutrient quality up so I had left them on the plant and I'm watching somebody and it took me a minute to register but then I flooded and I shot out of the trailer when it started to figure out there was a stranger not next to looking at but inside leaning over my zucchini and squash plants and I got about halfway there I saw who it was I realized I couldn't do anything about it at that point he picked them uh, I may have muttered you know a what the F phrase or something I was fuming I'm sure the energy that came at him was pretty intense because I was on fire with rage uh, and I stopped about halfway there because it was really not the end of the world and it wasn't my only food source turned around came in and started journaling because I needed to discharge whatever was happening to me uh, so that to me is I like that response I like that I can fight I like having that powerful surge in me and had it been in the world you know the joke I kept making is he would be next year's fertilizer so uh, but it wasn't you know it was I don't think it was a mistake I think he was stealing but whatever <clears throat> I moved on well a couple <clears throat> a couple days ago sorry I can't stop and edit even though I'm choking a couple days ago I had the opposite the thing I hate most I completely had a freeze experience and the reason I'm talking about this is that 
when we have an experience that's very intense with our nervous system, it is a prime opportunity to one, understand what's happening to us, and two, stop being the victim of, right? Become the driver, not the passenger in the car of our nervous system on our superhighway of electrical nerves and signals. Because if you can be controlled by your nervous system, which is really what's happening with the, the news and the social engineering and the media, it's not random. It's very much about manipulating and controlling you through your nervous system response. So when you have a really intense one, that is such a prime opportunity. So, you know, when I have an intense fight response, the fact that I can stop myself before doing something that can't be undone, hurting, killing, maiming, I had all those thoughts, but I knew to come write them down and not act on them, even though there was quite a list of irrational responses. The same thing is true for this intense fear experience. And the reason why it was so powerful is it was this horrible reality check about how I am physically in a different place. And the response was fear to a perceived danger. And the reality was I am vulnerable physically. It's not somebody that I could physically fight because uh, it was two, not one. But even worse is I didn't even have the strength to move into flight mode. I was so debilitated by the intensity of the chemical response within my body. I did not have the strength to move into functioning to run away. I just, I, and I would, it was a freeze response, but it wasn't freezing because I didn't want to do anything. It was freezing because my body couldn't function the way it maybe could have 20 or 30 years ago. And that was really, really, really scary. And that was to me even more upsetting than the thing that happened. And so after I was able to kind of process out why I had this terrible response, then I really began to observe what was happening. And what was happening to me is I I let it go. I did not choose to actively try to turn it off. Uh, I let it run in me in super fear mode for over 24 hours. And that is a lot of chemical that's being released into your body. It takes a long time to discharge that chemical out. So there's a basic chemical thing that's happening that you can't just snap your fingers and rebound from. You know, a faster thing would be to do some kind of physical exercise where you discharge those chemicals, but I was too tired to walk, much less, you know, go out and run and jump rope or do something like that, do something very physical. You know, in a perfect world, I'd go to a boxing gym and, you know, have a good workout session, but I can't do that. So I was trapped with the energy, uh, which many people will say, oh, you're just having too many feelings. And that's not true. What you're having is you're having an overwhelming chemical response in your body you're being flooded. Your adrenals have flipped on. You're in fear. Uh, what happens to your body is the blood tends to run to your legs so you can run away. But when you can't run, right, you, and you're frozen, then you're, it's just like sitting there. There's no way to discharge the chemical within your body. And one of the belief systems about the cause of post-traumatic stress is that in the freeze response, the trauma 
literally get stuck at a cellular level because you can't discharge the energy. And the healing process is the discharging of the energy itself. And so, you know, intellectually, I was very aware of all this, but I couldn't let it go until I completely understood why I was so freaked out. And I had a plan, uh, even though I couldn't act on it, and I hadn't, you know, finished the resolution process of how that, I didn't have all the information. And so I would not let myself calm down. So I was up most of the night. It was horrible. And I, I thought, well, you know, the reality is there's nothing bad happening to me this moment. What would be like if there were enemy troops at my front door? And this was my response. So the reason it really freaked me out was that I was caught unaware of how debilitating a freeze response would be in a kind of crisis situation in which I didn't have the luxury, right, of journaling, processing, uh, and working out all these details, and then having the capacity to resolve it. And that freaked me out. And I'm passing this on not because I have all the answers or all the information, but I'm doing this as a reality check, because most of you listening are, you know, on the other side of 50, not the under. and we experience a lot of physiological changes as we age. Our hormone capacity, our adrenals are more pooped out, our recovery time in our muscle, muscles is slower. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can be in the best shape in the world and still have other issues as you are aging. You know, you have more wisdom, you have discernment, you have the capacity to not overreact. I mean, there's a lot of positives, but again, totally freaked out. And I, I am still processing what can I learn from this so I'm not vulnerable in the same way in the future? And for me, it was something that's come up probably four or five times that I have not acted on. And so what I got you know, from my internal journaling was, Jill, this is your final warning. If you do not take the steps that you know you've been asked to take three or four times now and you haven't done it, this is it. This is your final warning. If you don't get the lesson from this experience, which wasn't about the experience itself. For me, the real lesson was a reality check about what I need to look at, who I am physically in this world as opposed to who I used to be. And two, taking the actions that I have been on my list for years and years, and I just don't ever get around to them. I've just been afraid to take those next steps and uh, and I think this is true for all of us and you know if you're still here good you uh, and really you know this just isn't the kind of thing that people like to talk about they like passive consumptive answers right well I can just buy a bug out kit or I can just get a car or I can buy more guns well guns don't do you any good I mean if you if there's like a bunch of other people with guns right so we're, we're ignorant from our hopefulness of being able to solve things the way that we have been culturally conditioned. Because remember, every culture is different. You know, Gandhi chose to do the, you know, path of least resistance. And, that you know, when he was doing the salt uh, march and they all these people confronted the British you know, their response was not to attack the line in the British, but was to go up one by one, allow themselves to be hit, knocked down, 
and then it was replaced until the time that the British finally got tired of hitting people. They're like, this is stupid, it's not resolving. Because it's no fun to attack something without resistance, right? So if you really want to fight, it's fun when somebody fights back. It's no fun when there's no resistance. You tend to lose your steam. Resistance increases the fight response. It keeps that adrenaline going. Uh, in the fear response, the problem with that is the more passive you get, if there's somebody like a serial killer likes the fear response because the more passive and submissive you get, the more excited they get. It's a very different energetic exchange uh, when you're in complete fear and freeze. And if you are being attacked, you know, and you shut down, a healthy warrior will stop hurting you. Uh, somebody who is mentally unhealthy, has some kind of deficit or derangement or possession or whatever, they like that fear energy. They like your vulnerability. They like your weakness. They're feeding on that weakness. That gives them strength. And these are the kind of subtle things, you know, that that I believe are really important uh, for us to understand as we move forward into this time of absolute uncertainty and insanity because even as you know a qualified licensed 20 plus year veteran of psychiatric and mental health uh, work assessment interventions etc education whatever's going on now is not normal I mean I've assessed thousands of crazy people and what's happening right now is not a normal mental health issue so you can't think about it as a psychology issue but we need to think about it as an energy issue and then we'll be able to understand it more efficiently and the pathway to that is really our nervous system because that's what's driving all of this so I wanted to share that like I said I don't have any you know awesome answers for you but I wanted to get it out while it was still fresh uh, and you know I did get a little bit of sleep last night so I'm starting to have some resolution uh, at a at a, also you know as an update I'm on I think day five of me trying to convert over into a ketogenic state as opposed to a glucose state and it's going way better than it did last time but man I am so tired what's interesting is normally my brain hurts but my body is uh, is okay I'm having the reverse my brain is doing better but my body has zero fuel I did something where I cut off my ketones so now I have no glucose or glycogen fuel in my muscle or my liver or my brain and I got no ketones <laughs> I got no fuel source and so uh, I'm learning a lot in this process uh, and I'll be talking about it somewhere at some point but uh, so I'm still really really tired in terms of uh, a schedule I don't think I'll have a good schedule for August I'm just going to put out what I can in terms of uh, podcast uh, posts and videos uh, I am having a lot of problems with my Mac uh, in terms of doing creative stuff. Uh, I did thank you to the people who have donated uh, some money. Uh, I was able to buy another uh, Chromebook replacement that will allow me to do very simple video and continue this form of recording. I still haven't found a audio editing 
Um, I just can't find one that I can afford and or like. They're so expensive just to record or to edit audio. It seems silly. But um, that's why I like the Mac. They had the GarageBand as part of their program. But I think they made that go away too. So everything good seems to go away. So for now, we're going to do this very simple, rustic version of video and podcasting. But the content still counts. So I hope that you will understand and be okay that it's not flashy and it's not sophisticated, but it is super high quality content if you are willing to listen and take a few notes and really think about it. And that's why I'm such a fan of the journaling process because the best things come when we have silence and we have a little thinking and a little observing of ourself and asking questions and listening not to me but to the wisdom within yourself and that's my hope that I will spark an idea with something I say that you'll take it away and then spend some time reflecting on it within yourself because again I'm I'm really focused on consolidating the information into things that are just new and important and not spending a lot of time on repeating the party line of everybody out there is bad uh, you know, I know the truth and I'm right, but I'm just going to sit here and I'm not going to do anything. So, uh, you know, my, I want to shift into away from the fear and the uh, passiveness of just focusing on survival and pre- preparedness and really move into the fight for, fight for love, fight for life, fight for the innocent, fight for the vulnerable, fight for what I want to have as a life as opposed to just watching what I do love being taken apart, which I got to tell you is electricity, electricity. I'm plugged in today. It's awesome. And I love it. So, uh, that is our, uh, podcast for today. Our journals out loud. I'm going to take one last deep breath and my hope. And with that, my friends, I will see you next time.